All right, before we get started today, I got to give a big shout out to Andrew Jones, the newest of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, so much love and respect to Andy Jones. Um, if you are interested in supporting the show, um, you can go to patreon.com slash big truth and get more information there. There's four different levels of uh, patronage and they all come with their own exclusive benefits. And we got a lot of stuff planned this year, uh, exclusive just for our patron subscribers. So check it out there, patreon.com slash big truth. Now, on top of that, I said uh, in the past that I was going to start shouting out people that uh, leave uh, reviews and whatnot on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to make good on that. Um, shit. I got to pull these up. Not, I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not prepared. I, don't, I, need a, I need a show producer to help me with this shit. But, uh, yo, Brodo, Brodoza512, big shout out for uh, leaving a uh, five-star review on uh, um, Apple, uh, the Apple Podcast app. Uh, also, uh, going out to, uh, Spira Oi Boy 83. Uh, thank you for, uh, representing and, uh, Nardi 8051. Shout out to you too. Thank all you, uh, for, for, uh, leaving some five-star reviews. Um, that really helps the show get out to more people. So wherever you're listening to this, if you like the show, uh, make sure you like, uh, you know, uh, subscribe, leave reviews. If you can type in a review, that's great. If not, just leave stars or whatever it is on, you know, I know it's different on different apps, but wherever you listen to this, uh, leave a review and make sure you hit subscribe and spread the word to your friends, family, uh, on social media, whatnot. Let's get this thing going and growing. Um, now if you need uh, vintage, uh, well, vintage or modern motorcycle parts or riding apparel or leather gear or knives and whatnot, you need to check out Old Bike Barn at, over at oldbikebarn.com or on Instagram at Old Bike Barn. They got whatever you need. Um, it's Their website is broken up um, in very easy to use way. You know, if you, they got a section just for cafe racers, a section for choppers and all kinds of shit like that. But the thing that's really good about them is that they have parts for your old Japanese bike. And, um, you know, like my shop, we're, we're purely Harley and we do some Triumph stuff. Um, there's not a lot of places that have uh, a lot of aftermarket or uh, stock replacement parts for old Japanese bikes. And a lot of guys are building XS650 and Honda CB choppers and cafe races and customs or even just riding them stock. So uh, check out Old Bike Barn if you need stuff like that. Um, if you happen to have any issues with like sleeping or uh, inflammation, tore muscle or something at the gym, um, fucking took some long rides on a hardtail and your back's all jacked up, uh, you just got insomnia or fucking anxiety or whatnot, you need to check out uh, some uh, CBD oil. It will work wonders for you. And I know there's so much CBD on the market now. A lot of it's garbage and bullshit. Don't go to your fucking local bodega or your local fucking uh, gas station and buy some bullshit CBD off the counter. You don't know what you're getting. Uh, go to Crater Lake Clear over at craterlakeclear.com. Uh, super pure... Uh, organic, uh, uh, some of the best CBD oil out there, manufactured to the strictest uh, uh, specifications using only the highest quality ingredients. Go check out CradleLakeClear.com uh, um, on their website. They got information about how their CBD is made and they got information about all the different uh, types of CBD they offer. So check them out, CradleLakeClear.com. Use the promo code BIGTRUTH at checkout to get a big chunk off your order. Now, same goes for your pets. Sometimes pets are a little nippy or anxious or, uh, you know, you got a skittish little dog or something. My dog Freya is skittish. My boy Grimm, my German Shepherd, he's got some some back issues. Um, you need to go to VetCS.com. Now, VetCS makes the best 
uh, CBD oil for pets on the market. They make them for cats. They got formulations for dogs and they got formulations for horses. So check them out. VetCS.com. Again, only the most quality stuff. Will I stand behind and, and uh, shout out here on the show? Um, they were founded by a veterinarian and also a vet tech out in Colorado. Only the most purest uh, ingredients and the strictest manufacturing processes. They got fucking killer packaging too. Shit's like fucking legit. So check them out, vetcs.com. Use the promo code Big Truth at checkout. Get a uh, uh, big chunk off your order there too. Big discounts. Um, summer's here. You need some tank tops. Uh, some shorts, some bullshit, like you, you got all winter bullshit, you need to get some summer bullshit, you need to check out uh, omertamia.com, the most legit, authentic street brand there is out there, there's a lot of vulture cultures, uh, culture vultures out there, being dyslexic today, a lot of culture vultures out there, a lot of bullshit people that are uh, profiteering off our worlds, these dudes are legit, been in the game for 20-something years, 30-something years, the brothers of mine, um, as real as it gets, go check them out, amertamia.com. Uh, and Instagram and social media, simply at amertamia. Use the promo code BIGTRUTH at checkout to get 20% off your order there. If you're still looking for more clothing, but you're a little off kilter, um, you know, you, you're into like weird shit like the occult. Um, I think I said, last time I think I said playing Black Sabbath records backwards, looking for secret messages, conspiracy shit, uh, into cults, serial killers, but you're also into rad shit like choppers, well, all of it's rad actually, but uh, you're into like choppers and show vans and boogie vans and 70s psychedelia and stuff, you need to check out my man Zach Doom's company, Heavy, over at heavy.bigcartel.com. Zach's also a silent producer on the show, uh, it works with me a little bit behind the scenes, it's my man. Um, so check them out, heavy.bigcartel.com, on Instagram, simply at Heavy Clothing. If you uh, ride motorcycles and you happen to be in the unfortunate situation where you find yourself in an accident, you need to check out Law Tigers over at lawtigers.com. Uh, they are a motorcycle law firm founded by riders for riders, and um, they uh, only represent motorcycle accident cases. So um, I hope you never need that one. But, you know, you got that in your pocket if some shit bullshit happens. Too many distracted uh, drivers out there on the road smashing into people, rear-ending fucking dudes on bikes and gals on bikes. So uh, protect yourself. Uh, make sure you get what you need, uh, you know, out of these motherfuckers if they, uh, if they hit you being careless. So LawTigers.com. If you go to Facebook and type in Law Tigers plus your state, you can get in touch with your local office. And also, you know, if you're looking just for more general information on motorcycles, uh, motorcycle riding, fucking events, fucking building choppers or custom bikes or whatnot, you need to go to ChopCult over at ChopCult.com, the biggest online message board and information resource out there for motorcycles. Um, if you go to their message board, it's divided by topic, by type of motorcycle, uh, by, you know, American motorcycles, British motorcycles, Japanese motorcycles, choppers, custom stalkers, cafes, whatever, all kinds of shit on there. Um, and But some of the best features are they got an online uh uh, events page where you can find out about motorcycle related events all across the world broken up by date and location and an online swap meet where you can buy sell trade barter parts um, so check it out chopcult.com membership is absolutely free on every social media simply at chopcult if you happen to still be looking for some, some motorcycle parts or some swag or apparel or riding gear or whatnot, you need to check out my shop chopahead support us over here at chopahead.com c-h-o-p-p-a-h-e-a-d we're a full service brick and motorcycle brick and mortar motorcycle shop. We're not just some online uh, dude operating out of his basement or some fucking storage unit or some shit. Uh, 
So whether you need an oil change, a fucking, or a full motorcycle, full custom chopper built, anything in between, uh, we do speed work, motor rebuilds, anything you need, full service uh, Harley Motorcycle Shop. Check us out, 13 County Road, East Freetown, Massachusetts. Give us a call, 508-995-6764. We got a showroom, uh, we got a parts counter, uh, and a big shop in the back. So uh, whatever you need, we got you. If you need parts and you don't see it on our website, because um, I, I am going to admit one of my weaknesses is I don't have, I haven't developed an awesome website with a bunch of parts on it. Just, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on there, but we have access to way more stuff. So we're pretty much set up with everybody. So if you need something, check us out at chopahead.com or give us a call. Um, for more information on the podcast, just check us out, bigtruthpodcast.com. Everything's up there, all the episodes. Uh, and again, don't forget to share like, subscribe, leave reviews, um, and uh, I'll shout you out if you leave uh, if you leave some good reviews. Well, even if you leave bad re- reviews, I don't care. Just just leave some words on there and uh, help us uh, pop up in the algorithms a little bit more. All right. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode right now. Yeah, once again, we have liftoff. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Big Truth Podcast. And uh, I got live in studio. We used to do it from the third lift at Chophead, but now we don't have room to have a third lift. So a little table set up in between the lifts. I got my man Rob from the Crazy Gentleman Podcast. What's happening, bud? Nothing, man. No government names here. No. <laughs> my man Sledge from the, from, the, from the Crazy Gentleman Podcast. Sledgehammer, you might know him as. Um, the, <laughs> what's happening, man? So you're in town for the, um, the, 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 the mini bike massacre that happened last night. Um, That's right. How'd that go, man? Uh, it's fucking complete madness, man. I know. Uh, it was a good time. It's fucking thousand retards on mini bikes, just fucking hammering, you know? <laughs> Pretty much. That was, I got there a little late because of, uh, the, um, I had to work here, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's Saturdays are big days in the summer, so it's hard to miss, uh, miss days at the shop. But, uh, I, uh, rolled through after and it was still, I think the racing was done, but the. Yeah. By the time you got there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the general chaos was still happening. Yeah. And, and honestly, after the, after the racing is when the real chaos happens. You yeah. Know? That's, yeah. Oh, it, it gets sorry, a decent turnout, too. I'm of uh, tightening my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Squeaky yeah. mic. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Dude, that turnout was ridiculous, man. I'm like, I wish that many people would show up to, like, motorcycle events. He's like, all you got to do is put mini bikes and then fucking 2,000 fucking Swamp Yankees show up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of have a chip on my shoulder about that, too. Yeah. I, I, th- I think about the same thing because I'm thinking about starting my own event, but yeah. I want it to be true to form, yeah, choppers, yeah. hot rods, yeah. that kind of thing. There's a ton of choppers there just all scattered in the back. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And, 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 uh, and whatnot. It was a good time, though. Like, uh, It's true, man. It, it was a, it's a big fucking size event. And to do an event that big with, with just, I don't know, man, I, I guess it's, I don't, I don't know how to fuck. The good thing it. is that it's on private property. Yeah. All that, like, it's a good setup, man. It was a good setup. Yeah. I just got to have a talk, come and talk a little bit about the bands. Be like, dude, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta step up these bands, bro. 
What oh. the fuck? I was like, we were just laughing. And then, dude, we, were, the, we were calling it karaoke hour. It, was it just, just felt like karaoke the whole time. We, the last band was good. You were gone by I time. Was gone. I think, yeah, I was gone. It, it was a pretty good band. I don't know if it, I don't know how to describe them, but the way I, I, I at least they were very professional. No, it, yeah. it felt like a professional band was up there. So I'm not uh, condone. I'm not saying anything about the professionality of the other bands. It was just like, it's it just like it was some shit you go see at a bar on like a fucking yeah. Wednesday night at like one of those like bro bars or something. It felt very pop culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just we were just laughing. The, the only thing we were laughing because we were at Cheney's booth. And I don't know if it's just because of where we were sitting, but this one band had the saxophone player, but it sounded like a fucking kazoo. <laughs> it didn't even sound like a sax. We were like, damn, dude, I'm getting up there with a fucking kazoo. But um, but I think for the crowd, um, you know, you, you know, an event, you got to kind of cater to your crowd. And I think for the crowd, those bands worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny, too, because uh, speaking of the crowd, as rowdy as it was, and it, it was a good time or whatever, but... um. But I, I, I said to my girlfriend, I felt like I was back in the car scene. I'm so used to the motorcycle scene yeah, where yeah. it's fucking chaos, you know? Yeah. Um, which is what I love. Yeah. It was, it was, it made me feel like I was at a car event again where it was like, it was like a softer crowd, you know? And yeah. even during the day there was kids there and shit. Which is know? good, man. But cause, cause things can be a gateway. Like yes. you can have the same event, have two different faces to it. The day, the day. Time crowd in the nighttime, yeah, you know, which is good. You get because you want to get kids wrapped in from a young age, and this shit imprints in kids' heads when they're young. Be like, oh shit, I, we used to go to these things, and there's people racing around, fucking going crazy, jumping fucking fire pits, and blah blah blah. Um, and because uh, you want to bring kids up right, you know. But any event, I think, where you have like thousand or thousands of people drinking, fucking racing, and doing dumb shit all day, and there's like no violence, no fights, <laughs> like. You know, there, was, there was a few fights. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. uh, I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Must have been after I left or before late, I was Yeah, there. late night. It yeah. got a little silly. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, when people have been day drinking into night and it's been 100 degrees out and the sun's, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Shit happens. But, um, but uh, yeah, but, you know, it's, you know. That, that seemed like a real successful event, man. Shout out to them. Very successful. And if you're but anywhere- you do, you do got to lighten certain things up if you're going to pull those numbers and you're going to pull the kids course, in and yeah, all that yeah. shit. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just my stubborn ass speaking. Yeah, you know? of course. But uh, but if you're anywhere in the New England area next uh, June, uh, check out the mini bike massacre. Bring your kids. It's a good time. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, this year was my first year, but I don't ever want to miss one. Like, yeah, it was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I wish I could have been there all day and uh, to, to help uh, Chaney pace himself a little better. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I got there. Chaney was already fucking rocked. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, we we helped sponsor it, and uh, you know, and uh, glad to be part of it. But um, I wish I could have been there earlier. They could do it on a Sunday next year, man. Fucking well, I know because the camp out and everything. Yeah, it yeah. Makes sense, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, so fucking. Um, you host the the Crazy Gentleman podcast. I think you started just a little bit before. We started the same week. Me and you the started same the week. same I knew. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it. It was cool, man. And uh, and we were and uh, so we we're a uh, 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 podcast um, uh, uh, colleagues <laughs> starting at the same time, but veterans of the motorcycle scene that do this for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> but what what started you? Because you know, I know we've talked offline, and you know, we 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 uh, help each other with like technical stuff and and just uh, podcast support shit. But like what. What was the impetus for you to want to start doing a podcast? Oh, actually, tell people a little bit more about your history. Because I know you from the motorcycle scene from a long time. Um, you know, you, you in the, the Northeast is a tight little scene. It was a tight little scene. It's grown 
and we'll talk about this too. It's, but it's, it's grown to a point where yeah. I used to know every, any dude on a chopper. Like I knew him, you probably knew him. And now there's like I'll see a kid ride by on a sports a chopper, they don't even stop. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, the fuck is well, one, what the who are you for right. first off, and two, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you you see a motorcycle shop called Chopper Head, the Chopper Head, you know, because we're yeah, assholes. And it, you wouldn't stop at a motorcycle shop that is caters to you. Right, right. It's a, it's a weird world. Like, young dudes are a little bit bizarre, man. And I, I'm not being a cranky old man when I say that. It's just literally, it's different from when how how we came up, you know? It's definitely different, man. I almost, I feel like, I don't I think I'm right about this, but it's like, if you're not... Uh, winning the popularity contest on a social media platform yeah, now yeah, yeah. it's like you know younger generation don't really give a fuck about you yeah you know in a sense i mean that's pretty harshly put but no 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 but no, um, I, get I was the same way dude like uh when the way me and you met through nick uh i was doing bikes out of my house and then i eventually got a shop and all that and i used to say Dude, any bike I would see in the, in the county, you know, if I was at a red light or whatever, I'd fucking know all the bikes, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know anybody anymore. Like, yeah, no, it's you crazy. Know, it's crazy. I know a lot more other people outside of there, at that area now, but it's like, yeah, I guess I feel like I drifted away too in my, yeah. in my local scene, you know? And it's weird because I know more people nationally than I do like in fucking New England now. You know right. what I mean? It's like, That's the transition I made too. Yeah, It's like, yeah. I know more people spread out now. Yeah, yeah. But Which locally is I drifted away. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I don't know. I figured um, having a focal point, you know, and, and dudes do to get together, and it's cool. Like, they're in there, you know, and I'm glad that there's a lot of young blood coming in, but, you know, I, the only thing I don't like is because we're pretty old school, like, you know, <laughs> just in approach in, uh, to life, like, not even talking about bike shit or whatever, you know. I think the bike scene is a reflection of what's going on in the in world. In the world, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I will go on record, and I don't care how, how you know, how, if I, uh, I'm not trying to alienate anyone, but if I do alienate you, then fuck you. You probably don't belong in this shit. You know what I mean? And, yep. uh, you know, we're pretty easy to roll with and have a good time with. But when people don't like when you when you when you step up and handle shit and get down when you got to. And guess what, dude? Like, as long as I'm in this world, that's how I'm operating. And uh, if you like it, come on board. And if you don't, I don't give a fuck, man. And try and fucking ban me or fucking whatever they call it now sil not silence you what are they doing they oh cancel culture they cancel me i yeah. don't give a fuck dude i don't do anything that's cancel worthy i don't think right. but like you know i'll fucking toss hands when i gotta fucking or or verbally correct someone when i gotta and people get too butthurt about that shit nowadays and it's like sorry dude get thicker skin i don't care if you're a dude or a girl and you're gonna be in this world like fuck you this is the last bastion of like freedom and fucking you know like old school like like I can still operate on like a handshake deal. Right. And if you can't, I'm going to fuck you up. You right. know what I mean? Because I, I'm done. Like I, I've gotten burnt too many times because like my word is bond. If, if me and you have a deal and it's a handshake deal, I don't need paperwork or agreements and whatever. I got burned a couple of times, man, by people that are flaky. And, the, and that's the way this world is. And I'm like, oh no, whatever. It's no big deal. Blah, yeah, blah, people blah. brush it like, off nah, now. Nah, fuck you, dude. No, that shit ain't right. Like I blame and, the social media platforms for a lot absolutely. of it. Because I mean, you just sit there like a keyboard warrior yeah. and fucking... These, these people don't, they don't even, even outside of like the fact that you say something silly, you could get fucking hit. Yeah. Even outside of that, man, like just interacting with people these days is so much fucking different. Like it's weird. The face to face interaction. People don't know how to fucking hold a, a, a I don't know. I don't want to say a fast paced conversation, but like 
they're not used to the response right in front of their face, you yeah, know, yeah, especially yeah. if you don't agree with them. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. people just generally don't like the truth these days. No. They want to live in their own bubble. Yeah. And, you and, know? and all, everything I just said is with the caveat that I'm a very respectful person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm not out there being an asshole. Like, you know, I'm very respectful, but I just expect it back. And, right. and, and nowadays people don't give a fuck about like respect or honor or like fucking no. any of that shit. And it, it's just sad, man. It, it's, I never expect it from like the general population. In the worlds that I've operated in that have traditionally been that way, right. like, uh, you know, like whether it's the hardcore punk rock scene or the, or the motorcycle, specifically the chopper scene, because the chopper scene's always been like the bastard child subset of like the general motorcycle scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then the fucking, you know, even like the tattoo world, like it, it's all been infiltrated by like mainstream motherfuckers. And then they're like, most of them are tourists and fucking engaging in like fucking a year of cosplay and then they're fucking gone. Right. But like, I just not down that shit like I, i'm a lifer in all this shit you right. know what i mean so uh, i i feel like i'm gonna try and hold the traditional values of this shit and whether it's cool or not i don't give a fuck i don't yeah. care if this is the cool shop or not this is the get down shop like come in we're gonna take care of you be respectful uh we'll, we'll, we're gonna give you full good service and attention and fucking not fuck up your bike and stand behind our work but you know you come in and be an asshole you're gonna get treated like a fucking asshole like you know what i mean and yeah some people don't like that it's sadder when like there's more honor in like the regular like bro bike culture than there is in the chopper culture dude you know what i mean it's like 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 there's dudes on baggers that get it now more than fucking these fucking kids on their fucking choppers yeah. you know I, mean? I don't i don't even want to give the bagger world that much credit no yeah, i don't either <laughs> I, i'm not giving like yeah, i don't know how, you know you know i know you I know what you're saying. I mean, it's just sad. Yeah. It's just sad when I was like, I don't have as much in common bike style wise as some people, but like mentality wise, like there's like more like kind of old school ethic and just like the general bike population now than there is like the fucking little chopper world, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the, not everywhere. You know what I mean? The one positive thing I'll say about the chopper world is uh, in terms of, of, of some of the builders, man, the fucking skill level is. Oh, it's phenomenal. Like it's insane. You know what I equate it to is like, Everything builds up. So someone getting into it now is getting in, getting into it at a higher level. Like, like when we were kids, like, did you skate skateboard? Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's where all that started. Yeah. So, so when I was a kid, I used to skate, but I'm old enough where you know ollies and shit like that were like the new trick. Yeah, yeah, doing a kickflip was like fucking yeah, holy yeah. shit. That was like oh, you I had to fucking, work so hard for yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But that's like the first thing a kid learns now. It's yeah. like nothing. And yeah. then they've advanced it so far. That's the same with the chopper shit. Like, I like more traditional mid-60s style choppers. Right. And there's only so much you can do in that world. But, like, that's always going to be a classic thing. But I see things like the dude, like, from vintage technologies and shit. Oh, that yeah, dude's a dude. fucking mad scientist. Like, yep. the shit he's doing. Because he's doing shit that still looks rad. But it's so technologically and 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 and, and mach the machine work is like so advanced. It's crazy. It's fucking bananas, dude. I was hanging out with him. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say it, but I'm telling you right now, dude. He's gonna be putting a bike together that's gonna like it's topping even what he's done. I, yeah. was, I was talking to him about it at Mama Tried. It's fucking outrageous. Yeah, no, he's a good that dude guy's too. outrageous, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. He's a good, nice, humble dude you could talk with, yeah. and he's not like fucking weird or anything. Like, yeah, you know. But I think going back to what we were saying is so so many people that grew up in an age with social media and stuff like we still grew up in a time where you know you before internet or before cell phones and this like you know so we know how to relate to people more right people that only or not only that 90 percent of their 
dealings with people is online and text and fucking messages. Well, it's face to face is weird because you notice you notice like me and you were talking, we're looking at each other in the eye, right. and it's not weird. It's not like nah. challenging. It's like you respect. Half these motherfuckers can't even look you in the eye when they talk anymore. They're like looking down and stuff. They give right. you this fucking limp, fucking dead fish handshake, and it's like, the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like you know, yep. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just not going in a good direction. No, but it will. <laughs> I think you know what? I think everything gets to a point, it breaks down, and then it. I think it rebuilds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm down to fucking raise this shit to the fucking ground and then let it rebuild. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit, man. But like I was telling you yesterday, like I don't give a fuck anymore, man. Like, you know, like no, just, man. I don't give a fuck, you know? But um, so let's talk about the podcast before I don't want this to be like a, a slam session on fucking motorcycle culture, but you know, all this is with the caveat is if I feel like if it seems like like I'm bitching and stuff, it's because I love this shit so much. Right. I take shit personally when it when it's not treated with the same love and respect that I have for it. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's what I always say too. It's something that I got to hit the brakes on myself a lot. Yeah. I, I got to stop taking it too personal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, you, you know, you, you're only going to change so much of it. Like it, yeah. it, it is what it is, man. You know, and like I said, I'm not trying to change shit. I'm just trying to keep the, like, keep, keep it like how it was, like what I fell in love with. Right. Right. And, um, and, uh, you know, that, that's all, you know, it's, it, if your panties are all in a bunch about what we're talking about, you know, relax, fucking get a little fucking. They probably stopped listening. Get a leaf, get a leaf blower, <laughs> blow the sand out of your fucking between your legs and fucking relax. You know what I mean? But, um, but you know, that said, so what, what made you want to start a podcast and how'd you go about starting that? Oh man. Uh, it's not, it's almost not, I kind of always wanted to. But, but people always told me that I should, you know, it's almost like I'm, I'm, yeah. I do all this traveling on motorcycle, like all these fucking events. I've been doing it uh, since I fucking, how I met you, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm fucking over, probably over 15 years now. It's like, I've been living this life for all this time and I haven't been doing anything with it besides, yeah. you know, building and whatever, you know, but, uh. Yeah, just people are like, you should have a fucking show. You should have a show. This is before podcasts were even a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, what the fuck am I going to sign with fucking MTV or something? Yeah, like, yeah, what do yeah, I look yeah, like, yeah, dude? Yeah. Fucking. So anyways, yeah, the podcast thing came about. And I like it because uh, it's it's like we were talking before. It's like you're the pirate of an internet at this point. Like, it, it's, it's a wide open world. It's this new world with no fucking rules, you know? Yeah, unregulated. Say what you want. As do what right you now. want. And then when it does get regulated, because you can kind of see it kind of going that way. And then when me when big media companies start getting interested in it, they're going to strangle hold it and bottleneck it. And then we'll just find the next shit, you know? Yeah. Because I mean? that's what we do. We fucking yeah. Go back underground and figure out the next step. You know. I think the big corporate claws are already trying to get their fucking fingers in it. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's still it's still wild and free. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool. You know, if you could just fucking be a degenerate, set up a mic and. People enjoy it, you know. Yes, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And so, um, what, what, where, where have you, uh, where you been recently, or what do you got? You got anything planned uh, as far as trip wise? Yeah, so, I know you're you're bouncing all over the place. But. Yeah, so recently, um, I just put a, a sports together, like a dirt bike style sports. Oh, uh, you did the dirt that bike ride on the, the BDR ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with um, a whole bunch Tim, of guys. Gigastat, yeah, Tim put it together for yeah, Gigastat. Yeah. 
Um, so we all built dirt bike style sportsters for that ride. Um, Talk more about that ride because that was interesting. I got, I was I was jealous of that when I saw it kind of going on. I was like, damn, dude, I fucking dude, it's that looked like fun. It was awesome. I talked to Tim a little bit about it. He goes, yeah, they didn't really say how advanced that ride really was going to be. He's like, they kind of not not. The, he goes, the people from BDI kind of downplayed the, the level of uh, yeah. of, of skill on, that you kind of needed on that ride. It beat you up, dude. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was fucking tough. But, um, yeah, it, it was cool. It was it was tough enough for, for us to, you know, like midweek, we were just like, let's fucking just ride some good roads and, you know, yeah. not be dead at the end of the day so we could fucking get fucked up and party at night yeah, at the yeah, hotel yeah, and shit. Yeah. So for those that don't know, so Tim from Gigastat organized a ride for people to uh, – make off-road versions of sportsters to go on the BDR. And I thought, what does the BDR stand for? I can't remember what it stands for. Um, back, back road discovery routes. Something like, yeah. It's something discovery route. Yeah, if you go to BDR's website. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and they have uh, these, these trails that are these off-road rides all over the country. And there's one in the Northeast. You said it starts right near your house, right? The North, yeah. We, we did the uh, Mid-Atlantic one Mid- from like Tennessee to Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, the Northeast one starts at my place upstate New York and runs into Maine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's, there's one out West. I'm, I'm, I'll get back to the out West one. I'm kind of sidetracking. We built these bikes. We did this ride. It was fucking awesome. Blah, blah, blah. I wound up getting hit, uh, on my way home. I was 20 minutes from home and my bike it's always, is, it's always right it, when you're right, on the, yeah. right when you're like within like 10 miles of your house. Yeah. Yeah. I was fucking 20 minutes away. So my bike is fucking thrashed right now um and you got a broken toe out of it right yeah broken toe and a torn meniscus in my knee and um i i don't i'm hoping as long as the frame ain't fucked up the rest of the bike i'll fix pretty quick yeah yeah um and a lot of it i'll just leave rashed up and whatever it's a fucking dirt bike dude yeah yeah so anyways this is gonna happen again like you know on the dirt probably 100 percent. it was halfway there from the week with tim yeah 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 so um yeah so where what what my next plan is um we're going to go to Sturgis. Th- that bike will be in Sturgis. Um, I mean, hopefully. I'm just saying. As yeah, long yeah. as the fucking frame's not thrashed. Because um, it, it's, it's slammed pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The swing arm is bent. Mm. I mean, it's, it's fucking... It's yeah, but as long twisted. as the frame is... The as main, long as the, the frame, frame is good. Front frame second. You can swing arm's nothing. To yeah, yeah. Um, it just scares me that, you know, for a swing arm to, and, a, and a fucking wheel and rotor to bend that bad, I'm like, mm, I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. But either way. You might want to sandblast <laughs> that thing, look for cracks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see, man. But yeah. uh, either way, uh, just say, the plan it. is to bring that thing to Sturgis. Uh, we're going to fucking hang out in Sturgis all week. It's going to be my first time in Sturgis, too, so I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, and then from Sturgis, we're going for a three-week trip on the BDR that they just opened up from Sturgis through Wyoming oh, that's and Colorado. Be, that's all mountains and shit. Too, oh, so it's going to be, be fucking crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I think Dan Danger Dan told me he did the Colorado. He did. And yeah. He said he was, and just seeing the video from it, it's fucking insane. amazing. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. They just opened up the Wyoming one like maybe two three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry, two three months ago. Yeah. It j- just this year it opened. Um, so that's our plan is from Sturgis to be pretty much off road all the way to my friend's house in Durango. Yeah. Um, that's like the next biggie I got coming up. So uh, what was, so doing off road trip on the sportster on that part of the BDR, the, the, the one you, the mid Atlantic one, yeah, walk, walk people through a little bit. Cause I'm sure people are interested in it. Like, what was that ride like? And what, what did like consist of? Like, what was like the average day? Like, okay. The average day was, uh, for us, it was kickstands up at nine. Um, 
you know, gas up and you'd basically ride like a mile on the road and you're in the woods. Yeah. You're in, it's like you're dirt biking all day, but on a fucking sportster. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's a yeah, weird top feeling. heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's strange, man. But it was fun as fucking hell, man. It made me feel like a kid again, you know? Yeah. You're riding through the woods and what we would do, because there was 15 of us, when we got to like a major turn or a major crossing, which was about every, anywhere from 15 minutes to about an hour, you know, um, we would wait for everyone. Make sure okay. everyone's fucking not fucked up or yeah. not missing the turn, really, the biggie. Um, and, uh, and it was like, you know, you'd ride for about 15 minutes to an hour, fucking hang out with your friends and wait for everyone. I was always like the first, second or third guy. Like, you know, the faster people went up front. Um, so I was always hanging out at these stops for a while. So it was, yeah. it was fucking awesome, dude. It, it was like a combination of dirt biking and uh, riding on a trip with a lot of old school choppers because you got to stop a lot with the yeah. small tanks and yeah. shit, you know. How and did you guys fill up with it? With it, with was there plenty of like opportunity? Like, so you just had to bring a bunch of gas. We brought gas bottles, um, yeah. and yeah, gassing up was weird, man. You're not burning that much in the woods, um, but. Because your just average speed can't be was like between like 15 and 30 miles an hour or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, there was a few times I had the uh, speedo on my phone like yeah. as a speedometer. There was a few times I was ripping it up to like 40, yeah. you know, your average speed, I would say, is most of the day, 15 to 20 miles an hour. Yeah, because it's... You just, you're in the you, fucking woods, dude. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no... <laughs> you know? And you're um, not on a fucking proper dirt bike. You're on a sports that converted, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's something you, it's fucked up too because you got to kind of keep that in mind. Like you could get lost in your head and you start ripping and all, all of us wrecked, you know. Yeah. It, you, you, don't, you don't think of it until it's too late and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm on a sports there. Yeah. And that motherfucker goes down hard, <laughs> you know. Even You're going to go down on a dirt bike too. But, you are. But, but, but dirt, dirt bike doesn't go down as hard. Yeah. And, <laughs> and dude, after you're lifting your bike up a few times a day, it's, yeah. you're not lifting a dirt bike either. So that sucks. Yeah. Um, it was a workout physically. I was fucking hammered by the end of the week, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. getting hit by a van when I was almost home was yeah. not my plan. No, 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 no. <laughs> so like the, like the icing on the cake. Yeah. So, so how long, what was like the average day? Like how long did you guys ride? Um, and like how, like how many, like what was the total mileage? Like, like the, the miles would vary from like less than a hundred to a couple hundred a day. Yeah. Oh, I mean like overall, like how long was the. Um, overall, I don't even really know. Cause okay. I don't have an old, I don't know. I don't have yeah, any yeah, gauges, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't know if there was like, all right, this trip is this long or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, just from home to the Tennessee border, just running the highways, just to zip down there was like 700 and something miles. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know, probably a thousand miles on the way back. Cause you're just zigzagging through yeah, woods yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, Even 700 miles on the highway on a sportster is, 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 it'll beat you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it, the whole, the whole thing was awesome though. And the average days were, were like eight hour days. We were yeah. basically nine to five, give or take a couple hours every yeah, day, yeah, you yeah. know? That's cool. Um, and then that was the other thing with that trip. Like we usually do a lot of camping, but we, that we knew that trip would be so dirty and physical. You needed hotels. a bed and a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Hotels every night, yeah. which was awesome too. Cause you know how this is when you're traveling with a bunch of guys. The party at the hotel is the best fucking part every yeah, night. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Especially back in the smokeout days, that was, we didn't, I didn't even, 
no disrespect. Like, obviously, I did, but I, we didn't care as much about the event as just the hotel party afterwards. Like, we'd yeah. get rowdy in there. We were kind of the same way because yeah. even, like, halfway through a lot of the days, some guys were like, fuck it, I'm just going to hit the back road. Some some guys, you know, a lot of bikes were breaking, you're going yeah. down and shit. So some guys were just splitting off, like, oh, I found a local shop. I'm going to go get some parts or whatever. I can, yeah. One guy needed a clutch and... You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I would assume that at least so, one clutch is going to go on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was like a, a lot of the days too were broken up. I don't think there was a single day where everyone finished. You know, yeah, yeah. it was more like that was the other cool part about the hotel because everyone meets back at the hotel and talking about what the fucking day was like yeah. for everyone else was a little different. You sure, know? and then thrashing on bikes to get them ready for the next day. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So the the hotels were awesome. What was the what was the hairiest uh, part of the ride, or what were some of the more hairier parts of the ride? Um, basically, the further north we got, um, the ride got a little easier because, like I said too, by the end of the week we were just like, "Fuck it, let's hit some roads," you know. Yeah. Um, but the further south you are, the more mountainous it is. Um, so basically, that'd be the that I would I would sum it up like that. Like the more south you are. Uh, it, it starts off down south as hard as it's going to get, you know, because okay. you're basically like at the foothills of the Smoky Mountains at that point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the Smokies are fucking twice the size of anything, even upstate New York or whatever. Sure, it's yeah, a yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty big mountains yeah, absolutely. for the east, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would describe it like that. We got lucky too, man. Uh, it was pretty dry for us. Yeah. And even dry, like it was very dry. We were still hitting some pretty big like mud holes and having fun, sure, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that, that was that was it was pretty cool, you know. Any, I would uh, highly recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> Tim told me about one bike that went off a cliff. Oh yeah, rider, was, rider not on it, luckily, but yo he yeah, but he dude he just missed the cliff. Like he was like sitting on the edge of the cliff and just watching his bike go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim yeah. was like, yeah, it took like four <laughs> dudes to go down there and get it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. I was right. He was I was right behind him. I was third. He was second in in line at that point. Um, what happened? He just missed the just missed the turn. He just came in too hot, and, yeah. and that was another part of the terrain. There was parts like there were some days where you were just on. It just felt like you were on golf balls all day. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was just these pebbly rocks, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sand and shit, and it yeah. was fucking. So you just squirrely all day. Yeah. All day, yeah. And uh, those he are just, days you, you got a good upper body workout. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Holding the bike up. Yeah, it, it, right after he went down too, like a hundred yards later, after we got him up and everything. I immediately went down. You yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, yeah, it took like six of us to get that thing up the fucking mountain again. Oh, what a um, fucking nightmare. But he just came into the turn way too hot. And, yeah. uh, was the bike all right? Like a fucking miracle. The bike was a little, yeah, little sure, scuffed sure. up. Yeah, but yeah. but like, like he could ride it, oh, ride it out. Yeah. yeah good yeah. thing, man. Because what do you do if, if something's totally, if you totally broke down and you're in the middle of that shit, like. You're fucked. You got to push yeah. it there's no there's nothing else you can do no one's coming to get it no no and that was another thing too if anyone's going to do any of these bdrs we didn't even have cell service even most nights at the hotel yeah the only way we got service was wi-fi yeah, yeah. you're basically i mean you're really in the woods just out of service yeah, the yeah. whole fucking time it's got to be beautiful though to be so out of contact <sighs> fuck yeah even yeah. if you wanted to though the, the you couldn't you know what i mean so it's yeah great. yeah i did get a heads up about that and like for me i was i was in heaven like for me yeah. Uh, fuck the phone. You know, I, I tell you what, man, I knew we'd be with so many guys. I didn't even do shit to prepare for it. I mean, I did nothing. I finished building my bike the night before we left. Yeah. Yeah. I fired it up like nine 30 that night and, yeah. and we were out the next day. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't even have time to look at the fucking route. I didn't look at shit, dude. I was like, fuck it. I'll be with enough people. I knew I'd be out of service, but I was like, I don't fuck it, man. I'll just follow people. Yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
just go with the flow. So, so I, I'd basically kiss the world goodbye, like before I even left, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> that was going to, it kind of, that kind of leads into the next question I was going to ask anyway, but you just said what you did to prepare, but now that you've gone through it, like what would you do to prepare for a ride like that? Like if someone was thinking about doing BDR, like on a sports store, or even, even an adventure bike, what do you think, like what lessons did you learn and like what would you do different next time as far as preparation or what you what you would bring or you know shit like that um well my bike was the only bike that that didn't break down didn't break anything i didn't turn a screw the whole time yeah um and in terms of preparation uh i brought an extra brake lever an extra clutch lever yeah um a couple of silly little like extra parts you know um i put all fold up pegs including the shifter and everything on my bike like like a like a proper dirt bike. Yeah. So even when my bike went down, I didn't break stuff like that, but I would say bring an extra shifter. If you got like traditional Harley stuff, you know, that could just snap. Yeah. Um, uh, my bike had spokes. Uh, so I brought an extra tube. Um, I would say bring some tire spoons. I don't yeah, know. If you're going to do I, a spoon. If yeah, if you're going to do a tube, you're going to need those spoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know, like toolkit wise, man, I say every bike, needs a different toolkit like yeah, figure yeah. out what your bike needs yeah, like yeah. that's up to you figure it out um what about just gear wise like outside of like some guys got a little silly man you know i, I power per- range of suits and shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. me personally i fucking i wore carhartt overalls and a t-shirt and, and my fucking regular like you know desert style boots you yeah, know yeah, like yeah, like yeah. that's all i did you know yeah, yeah. um but like I've been dirt biking and all that shit my whole life, so for me, I'm like I, I I'm not making a big fucking deal of this, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind, I'm just doing it. But you could get as wild as you want. I'm not gonna talk anyone out of fucking. No, no, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying do what I did. I'm just yeah. saying what I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could get as crazy as you want, but you really don't have to. Even if you're gonna wear a lot of gear, like I get it, the protective gear and all that shit. I think that where that would stop is like you don't need to fucking wear motocross boots, you yeah, know, yeah, or yeah. anything like that. Um. Just a decent set of boots would be fine. Uh, bring a lot of socks because you're going to get wet and fucking muddy all day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing worse than fucking <laughs> wet foot, dude. Swampy foot, dude. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like cringing <laughs> thinking about it because, you know, you've been there, you know? Yeah, I'm a swampy fuck right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just washed my hands in the bathroom. It was the first time I washed my hands all weekend, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, I've you've been, been at Gomez out. just yeah, a, yeah. like a gross fucking pig, dude. Did, I, you, did you stay in the house or did you bring no, your tent? Yeah. No, I was in, Um, uh, Amy has that fucking van all set up. Oh, okay, yeah. So perfect. I was staying in her van. Yeah, um, perfect, perfect. But uh, no, I'm a shower back at the house later today but i'm just a yeah, yeah. gross pig <laughs> yeah you know? yeah well, um, i mean you're used to that motorcycle, but, and that's the other thing motorcycle I'm, I'm vagabond more, life right yeah i'm more used to being a grease ball so it's like some people aren't you know yeah, like, yeah. E- even like a friend of mine uh we went uh hunting in colorado last year and to me it was like luxury to come my friend in durango he rides too that's what who we're ending the trip with after yeah. sturgis um and like we were staying in and out of his house and in and out of his camper and shit. And my friend that I was with was like, this is as dirty as I can get, you know, like this is as rugged as it could be. I'm like, dude, this is fucking luxury. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like for me, that shit was easy yeah, breezy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. You just got to know your own limits, you know, yeah, yeah. how, how fucking, how low can you live, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you got to just go with the flow and adapt to the situation, man. Like, yeah, yeah great. You know? Yeah. That's another thing too. Just good, solid motorcycle advice is like, Dude, if you're a planner, if you're like an anxious person, like you got to let all that shit go. Oh, you know, yeah. like nothing. Especially, especially if you're riding in a group anywhere, because yeah. no matter what you plan, some bullshit's going to happen. Some yeah. shit's going to go wrong. Someone's going to get lost. Something's going to 
break. Something's going to fucking happen and derail everything. Like, yeah, I know it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's funny too, because some people get mad because they're like, I don't plan for shit. Like, like if I have a big trip, like next week, whatever, like the night before I'm like, all right, throw some shit in the bag. Let's fucking go. Yeah. And it's like, do you know when you're doing this or with that? No, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like. But it's weird because in every aspect of my life, I'm so busy all the time, like, and I got to plan shit out. But, like, with, with that shit, I'm like, eh, whatever, dude. Travel, I'm, like, the worst. I'm, like, yeah. the worst. Like, the, the only thing that I do always make sure is my bikes are tight and proper. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, like yeah. I said, I was the only one who didn't turn a screw on their bike. Yeah. Like, I, I make make sure my machine is fucking proper. Yeah. It me, sucks. me I, like you said, I could throw shit in a bag two hours before we're leaving yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. out. Yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Uh, it sucks yeah. to be the guy that's holding everybody up. Yeah. Broken down. Yeah. And uh, I was that guy the last trip we did to Arizona. And that's, that's <laughs> it's my gripe. I'm going to bring up the Pan America story again. I'm, I'm, I'm with all these, uh, all the all brothers of mine. We're on this ride and it's a, a memorial ride for my boy that passed. And fucking dudes are on knuckleheads, on panheads, on fucking shovelheads and diners, this, everything, right? And I'm I'm the only guy on like a 2021 bike, and it's the 2021 bike that has fucking computer glitches that there's nothing you can fucking do about. This is the only bike that was down. I was like, motherfucker. And I brought it out there because I was like, yeah, I want to rip this thing through the fucking desert. We're, we're riding from Arizona into Nevada. I was like, it's going to be fucking great. Oh, fuck yeah. It's the only reason why I brought that. I would have brought something else. Like, I would have yeah. brought my shovel head and been fine or my fucking night train or something, you know? But all right. So. <laughs> Fuck you, Harley. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you and your computers. And, fuck. and now, by no means, I loved that Pan Am for the 400 miles that it actually drove. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? I loved it. But it's just, I just had the computer glitch you on. That's all. You yeah. Know? Well, you know, that's the other thing, too. Like, and you can't fix a computer on the side fault. of the road. You can't yeah. fix it. Yeah. There's fucking guys that I refuse to even go away with anymore. Or, yeah, yeah, or if yeah, I yeah, am yeah. going away with you and I see something fucked up, like, I mean, the easiest, obvious thing is like, dude, don't fucking leave for a road trip with no tread on your tires. Or some guys, I mean, they'll be like, well, I could, I could just get a tire in a couple of days. I'm like, dude, here's the deal. I'll leave with you right now. But when shit goes south, I'll, I'll usually stick with I, I don't like leaving yeah, people. No, no. But, but with shit like that, if things go south, I'm like, fuck you, dude. That, you knew, you knew that shit. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like. Yeah. I'm not hanging around for that well, shit. If you're on a rigid and someone didn't go around and do it like a Titan check before they Something leave, like, I don't like get that. hit with some shit flying off your bike, bro. Like, you yeah. know, like, oh, your bike's <laughs> leaking oil? Ride in the back, dude. Don't right. don't be fucking spy huntering everybody <laughs> fucking with oil slicks and shit. Fucking, I'm fucking black covered in oil because your bike's <laughs> leaking from, from the primary or something, you know what I mean? Yep. Or wherever, you know? It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, this turned into a, like a road trip <laughs> etiquette fucking show like all of a sudden, but yeah. Yeah, dude, because it, it, is, it, it is fucking different when you're not going around the block or you're not fucking going half an hour away local you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like dude if we're fucking leaving for a week or we're going to fucking Mexico or California and we're gonna be yeah. on the road for a month don't, don't be the like, liability man yeah like don't, di- be. Like, uh, don't be fucking retarded dude yeah, like yeah. I, I get it when there's a time and place to be retarded right. and to be a liability it's not on the road right it's when you stopped for the night then, right. you can, then, then go ahead you right. know what then I mean? break into that mini, mini golf course yeah, you yeah. Know? Then, then whatever yeah yeah yeah. Just make sure, sure your bike's not a liability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some good road trip advice. Try and find a fucking hotel with a mini golf course. And How fucking, many of those are there, though? You know what I mean? More th- than you think, yeah. Thursday night on that trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking good times, dude. Yeah. Just bring a, bring a golf ball. Doesn't take up much room in your saddlebag, you know, or whatever. Oh, dude, or, your pack, fucking, or your pack or your fucking backpack. They or fucking left them right in a bin right yeah. there and or clubs just, out. Yeah. <laughs> you good. can fucking make anything a club. Yeah. Just fucking keep a ball in your pocket, man, ready to roll. <laughs> Then you know, it's also a good driver's education tool. Like if someone's fucking pussy, <laughs> just toss the ball. 
I like spark plugs personally because it'll shatter a window. Right. And right. it's like there's more deniability. I don't know, officer, that fucking spark plug, dude, it must have fell out of my pocket. I don't know. I yep. keep it on the road with me in case something happens. <laughs> case in case my bike, you know. Yeah. Blows up. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but um. But yeah, man. So. Uh, bringing it back to the podcast before we get to the real, but no, you know what? That BDR man, I was jealous of that. Like, um, uh, I forgot where I was. I was at one of the shows with, with Tim and he was talking about it before it happened. And I was like, damn, that sounds like such a good time. So hard for me to get a week or two out of work though. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy right now. Yeah. But, um, we're already planning next year, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You should fucking hit them up if you're available next year. Yeah. It's, well, it's a good I, I got to stop making the time for shit, man, because I'm not getting younger and fucking. Shit, yeah, can't work every day. Yeah, well, yeah. even though you got it, everyone thinks owning a business is fucking awesome. It's not. It fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but unless you're so successful that you don't need to be there and fucking whatever. But um, yeah, that's but, not in the motorcycle industry though. No, and the world is not getting like just the current climate of the country. Like middle class is getting squeezed. Like yeah, like never before. Bad. Like bad. It's like escalating pretty fucking quick, man. Yeah. Not to get on a shower or fucking yeah, serious notes, but <laughs> fuck, man. It's it's crazy, dude. Every day I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for this shit to fucking collapse. Yeah. Well, I can't fuck. even believe that we haven't seen a fucking huge collapse yet. I know. I mean, it's, it's coming, man. Like it's got where, there's, there's no, you know. I don't know where it's going to stop. Unless some shit changes. Unless some shit changes. Richer getting richer. Poor staying the same. And the middle class is shrinking and going down into that... The rung below, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at an unprecedented, unprecedented rate. Over that th- that thing with um, that thing, th- that thing called COVID that shut the country down for two years. Yeah. There was an unprecedented transfer of wealth oh. like never before seen in history, and it you know transfer of wealth away from the middle class yeah. to the uh, super elite, the you know one percent or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The, think- the, the the conflict of interest to think that. Most of that wasn't a fucking financial fucking power move. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. That was some hardcore fucking chess. And yeah. We're fucking pawns in that game. So don't don't get it twisted to think any different, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, but whatever. Um, so podcast, man. What made you, you know, you kind of talked about like people were kind of prod. And it was the same with me. Like people were like, you, gotta, you should do a show. You should do a podcast. My whole recollection, I didn't know what, I didn't really know what a podcast was because I never listened to him. I thought it was right. like one dude sitting at a mic and ranting for like an hour. I it could like, be. I know. And I know a lot are. <laughs> yeah. But that was like what I perceived as one to be. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I got, I can't. Right. I was like, if you leave me alone with a mic for an hour, I am just going to alienate everybody and ruin everything for myself. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I was like, but, and I was like, I can't even do that. But I didn't realize you could do this type of shit, like interview shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm down with that for sure. Well, the interview thing is one of them. Uh, I've always been fascinated with two things, stand up comedy and interviews. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't really watch TV. I haven't had a TV in my house in fucking over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've always been into that. Yeah. Um, and I, I hung some, out stand up, co- some, uh, stand up comedians have some of the best podcasts yes. going, you know, like, yes. like Bill Burr and shit. Like, and he's the one that'll do the rants, but that's Dude. what he does for comedy. He fucking rants. That's why yes. he's a fucking mass hole and it's fucking good. Completely. You know I mean? <laughs> do you, do you listen to the two best fucking alone ranters? Do you listen to Tim Dillon also? No, I've heard that's good though. Oh, I got, Dude, I that listen. motherfucker. You want to talk about funny, angry rants? Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. So the problem is, is that it's too loud in here to listen to podcasts during the workday. Yep. I can only I only really listen to podcasts when I'm driving around. So Same I, here. I, I don't get as much because I'm not on as many road trips as I used. So I, I'm not a or I'm not traveling as much every day. 
uh, as I used to. So I don't, I don't get as much time to listen to those. Yeah. Things. But I, I got I, that's on my list. Tim Dillon's been on my list. I yeah. Just, I just got to pull the trigger and hit subscribe so that some of them are ready to roll. Yeah, dude. You'll, you'll fucking love him. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, yeah. So the, the real, the real trigger that sparked it, I always had this idea in my head. Uh, you, you're one of them too. Like even a long time ago when I was thinking this, even though I never told you this, um, I always figured why can't people just have fucking shows and them be the fucking thing or like, or, or for the most part, like just them be the, why can't you, why can't you have a show that's just kind of like what involves your interests and your life and whatever, which is. Now it's a fucking old concept because everyone's doing it. Yeah. But I had always thought that, you know, and thinking about guys like you, I've always thought like, why the fuck can't Truth just have a show that's just about him or whatever, you know? I'm not that like, interested to do a show about, <laughs> <laughs> believe me. And we've been approached by every one of those fucking reality TV show co companies. And we're like, nah. Well, dude, you could have, you could have done it successfully. The problem is they want to fucking tell you what to do. Oh, that's you, what I just got hit sell up. sell your soul. Yeah. You know? I just got hit up by one the other day. And it's like one of the ones from like the two brothers that like flip houses. It's some TV show uh -huh. and their production company. Have you ever thought of, you've been ever been approached? I'm like, yeah. And I listed all the ones and I'm like, and they all like us for who we are and what we do. But then when they comes to making a show, they want to change who we are and what we do. So I'm right. like, I don't even need to talk to you if that's your plan. And then I never heard back and I'm like, all right, fuck you dude. Like, right. right. Yeah. That's why I do the chop head TV thing. It's like, that's, that's our thing. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. But, um, so what was kind of like the, 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 um, kind of give people a kind of synopsis of like, you know, like the, the three sentence, like what is your show, the, like the focus and what is your show about? Um, I mean, I know cause I've listened to it. But. The, the show is basically about like mo most of just my interests, cars, motorcycles, interesting people that I meet, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not, no, I don't know, no real theme, but it is mostly motorcycles and yeah, yeah. tattoo artists and yeah, shit yeah. like that. You know, just the it's American similar to yours. subculture shit. Yeah. 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 But the real spark, I was hanging out uh, one night in New York City um, with Johnny Knoxville and his cousin. And I can't, I think it was the next day the, or two Jackass days. Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. like the Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Um, and I told my friend about it. I was like, oh, the fucking, we had such a good time last night, blah, blah, blah. And that, that was when I was like, you know what? You really should stop wasting these fucking opportunities. Yeah, And, and yeah. really just do something. Yeah. And, uh... I think a week later I met Amy and the night I met her, I told her, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast, this and that. She's like, what's it going to be about? And I basically was like, I don't know my fucking life. Yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah, know. Yeah. She didn't know People me. People I run into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had just met that night and then I don't know. And then I just started it. And every now and then, whatever the fuck I'm doing, I'll just hit the record button. You yeah. Know? Like you, when you came out and we did one, that was fun. You know what I mean? I like how, like, I like, see the thing is like with this, this is like kind of like you're beholden to this. Right. But I feel like I want to get a good mobile setup as well, like how you how you do it. So you can go anywhere, yeah. have that shit in your backpack and just be able to record and still have it be decent quality. Yeah. And and and, and whatnot. And, and and that's the thing, like with my like setup, it Dan, has to Dan, be mobile. And Dan, Dan too, has like, to be mobile. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did Dan's and it was in Austin. It was like I was hungover, it was like seven in the morning, he's knocking <laughs> on the door and he's like, uh, come on. And he's like down and he's a setup and we just put lav mics on and fucking did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy, you know. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing that I am gonna step up to this year is the mics. Yeah. Um, cause, and that's why I bought my recorder. It has the, uh, you have the zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. It's a yeah. zoom H four. Dan has an H six. Yeah. Um, but th it's the same. What are those? What's the style right here? Um, the fuck do they call it? Something with a J 
that style connector. Yeah. That's the same ones on your machine. I forgot what they fucking call it. Yeah, yeah. But the this mobile recorder, that's why I bought the better mobile recorder because I could put the professional mics in it. Yeah. Whereas most of them, you, you kind of can't. So, and not to bore people with this uh, podcast tech talk, but it's important <laughs> to me. Did you find a good mic that's portable that uses this type of connector? That's what I was having trouble finding. I was like, because I was looking at the Zooms too. Yeah. And the um, H4 and the H6. So I was like, that's a perfect mobile setup. But like, I couldn't find mics that were small. Like, these mics plug right in, but you're right. not going to put two of these in your backpack. It's going to take up the whole, no. and they're not, you know what I mean? But like, I was looking for a good lav mic that had the same like RCA connector or whatever you call that. Find, there's a fucking name for yeah. it. It's a universal. That's yeah, like the quality audio connector. Yeah. The, the, the mic connector. Yeah. 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 yeah there's probably like six guys listening right now yeah, that are like, like ready no. to pull their head out. Yeah. Like I fucking you know fucking what it assholes? is. You guys have podcasts <laughs> with multiple episodes and you don't even know what the fuck the name of this shit is. Yeah. But that's what we do. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't need to know the names. We just need to make it work for what we want to do. That's it. So, yeah, so my, my plan with the microphones is, like, to buy quality ones like this when I am in an environment, like, or if yeah. someone's at my house and I'm recording it. But Dan, what he does, and this is what I'm going to do, is he just uses the lapel mics. Yeah, the lapel mics. Because they're, yeah, they're yeah. tiny. Oh, that's what you meant by lab yeah, mic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, that's what he does. Lapel, lavalier, it's the same thing. I okay. Think. I think. I mean, someone's yeah. going to say, no, they're not. But, you know, it's <laughs> the little mic that clips on your fucking shirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck you. It's, yeah. yeah. But I didn't. I couldn't <laughs> find something like that that had these connectors, because that's a big fucking beefy connector, but I'm sure there is. You know yeah. what I mean? I, don't, I, I forgot what Dan used. It was a long time ago. Yeah, he, he does some sort of a lapel, and the, the audio quality is fucking killer. I mean, yeah. it's definitely a step up from what I do is just set the recorder in front of us. Yeah, yeah. I've lost a lot of episodes. Like if you're outdoors, like I, I got this thing. I call it the Don King head. It looks like Don King. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Head. It's got it's got it goes like the, over the, the mic, the windscreen thing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. sometimes I forget it, yeah. and it fucking dude, it ruins. Some it makes episodes. a big difference. Yeah, I did yeah. a killer one up in Buffalo, New York, and it fucking just got ruined. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh, well, that's God. the problem with mobile shit. Like, yeah, and you can't like right now we can put these headphones on and we monitor it and we know it sounds good, but like right. you, you, you can't do that. Like None of that. When you're out, you know, nah. you just got to look at the lines and be like, "All right, it looks like that it's in, uh, <laughs> it's in, it's in the zone that it needs to be in," you know, on the thing. Yeah, but that's the good thing is those little recorders have that, so you can see yes. that it's quality. That, and that's all I'm flying by is that yeah. is that sound level thing, and that's yeah. it. But you're not hearing if there's wind interference or some shit. Like, no, yeah. no, that's you know, but you know, um, what what's been, and that's what's it's cool. Like that's what I like about your podcast is you don't know, you kind of know the general theme, so you right. know it's it's. You know, and that's like, I think with mine, it's like, you know, it's going to either be a motorcycle person, a punk rock person, or like someone like, like some weird fucking, right. some astrologist weird shit. or something. Yeah, yeah. like it's going to be someone weird because that's what I'm into. I'm into fucking motorcycles, punk rock and weird shit. So yeah. that's what's going to be on her. Or it's like, you, it's going to be a comedian, a fucking uh, bike dude, or just some random fucking interesting person. Like, yeah. Um, I always say like, you know, there is no particular hard line theme, yeah. you know, um, Dude, if you like it, listen one week. If you don't, then fucking don't listen. Yeah, you know, yeah. give me a couple of weeks. There'll be someone you like. You know. But the biggest win to me is if you can have a consistent podcast, and, you, and yours does this, where something you don't even think you're going to be interested in, you put it on, and mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, I'm glad I fucking listened to that. Yeah, man. And I was like, shit, I didn't even think I was going to be interested. And that was like one of the best episodes. Dude, you I've know heard. what? You know what my biggest fucking episode has been? Uh, my friend Sarah owns a candy company down in Nashville. Yeah. Dude, fucking everybody loves her. Yeah. And she's, you know, I met her through motorcycles. She rides and shit, but like the whole episode was just us getting fucked up at her kitchen island. Yeah. And yeah. it was the fucking, the most listened to, the best fucking episode. Yeah. People fucking love it to this day. They Because it was probably like, just organic and popped. Yeah. You know, that's it, man. was no struggle. Or, yeah. yeah. It was just pop the bottle and fucking hit record. You yeah. Know? 
And who doesn't like fucking candy except diabetics? They <laughs> right. still like candy. They just can't have it. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah. But fucking, you know, that's universal. And that's what I've learned in life, man. Like, we're, we're into such small subcultures that have such a limited audience. You do some bullshit like that. And I'm not saying a bullshit like... You know no, I know, I know, I know. Mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, not saying yeah. it derogatory. I, I call my shit bullshit, you know. But you do some shit that's, like, general, like... Who doesn't fucking like him? You're going to get way more listeners because that's it. fucking cool. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, if it's a cool person doing rad shit and it doesn't matter what it is, you know That's what I mean? it, man. It's, it's, you, it's, you know who, know what I do like about yours is uh, I'm, I'm kind of a fucking UFO kind of, I, I, I'm way into the uh, extraterrestrial yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, fucking yeah. no doubt there's yeah, other shit yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, I would like to have someone that's fucking into some weird fucking extraterrestrial shit. I got a guy I'm going to record with tonight. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know him, this guy, Toe Cutter. Yeah, I know Toe Cutter. Yeah, dude, has he ever told you about his fucking abduction story? No. I can't fucking wait to get into it. Dude. Oh, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, I wish we were doing that one jointly. So I know Toe, Toe Cutter well. He's, yeah. he's a, a local uh, legendary uh, character in the motorcycle scene out here. But he's also got connections to all the other shit. Like, Such a weird dude, so man. So his, his cousin is one of the original bass players in this band, Trouble, which is like one of the biggest stoner doom metal bands that's been out since the 70s. And my buddy, you know Bobby Goodtimes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the band he's in now out of Chicago. No shit. And so he'll, Toe Cutter will come by. He's like, look at all these old flyers and all this old shit. Like, he's got their contracts from when they signed to like Metal Blade Records and shit. He's got all this oh, crazy shit. So that's the other cool thing. He fucking keeps records, diaries, uh, everything. everything, dude. Yeah. And, and this dude, like, he'll show up in like an old fucking, uh, you know, Land Rover, Land Cruiser, or whatever. It is. Yeah, he's got that but, old but Land Rover. But he's got Rover. fucking, he's got like, like World War II planes. He's got like mad fucking yep. crazy shit. He's just a, like, he's like a typical mad scientist genius dude that like is just in the motor shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Right before I left here, I heard he's got a plane at his place. I've never been to his place, oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm going he later. He does a party. He does a party. Um, you should come out when he does his party. It's, it's fucking bananas. Dude. Oh, like, fuck. Yeah. 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 He's got a little <laughs> museum at his house. Like, yes, you'll see. You'll yeah, see. Uh, I can't wait. Hit me up tomorrow. Let me know what he thought about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? His house. He, and he's a fucking rad dude too. And, he, and he's just, he's one of those invaluable, like old older dudes that's like a straight character that grew up in a time where you know things were more free and he just does not give a fuck yeah. you know what I mean and, and he's into rad shit and he's and he's been around a long time and he's a good resource and it's like you know what I mean and it's good good some I'm glad you're talking to him and documenting shit but I want yeah. I can't wait to hear this UFO shit yeah yeah I, I just recently met him and uh, obviously he ain't getting any younger yeah and, and that's like he's it, still out there man he's at everything we do like he's he's yeah. out there you know what I mean he's he's still rocking and rolling though you know yeah I'm fucking pumped to meet the guy yeah but uh I'm even more pumped to hit he the was here yesterday button. he was here yesterday at the shop here no no he was at the, the oh, show oh yeah we were hanging yesterday oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah for sure he was hammered. He was. Yeah. I saw him. He was riding around with a fucking tree stump on his head or something. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got that hollowed out log. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. That's who. That's exactly it. But yeah, I mean, not for nothing too. A name like Toe Cutter. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. that motherfucker's got stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I I do plan to get some more alien. Uh, um, shit. But what I like is, um, I've only had like two episodes I think with that but one of the guys was like a naval intelligence officer like he was like legit I don't yep. know if you heard that one this is Matt I can't remember his last name he had wrote a book and uh that one's fucking crazy I'll resend that one to you and then the Chris Pittman one he's a dude from ancient aliens and shit he lives right down the road dude like, that was I don't know if it was my favorite episode you yeah. did but I fucking really like that one so the other guy um who was the naval intelligence officer he was on the USS Roosevelt when they were filming all that tic-tac footage um he gets into some shit that's very similar 
to the Chris Pittman one with like the way the entities fuck with you. Uh huh. So you got to listen to that. I'll, I'll okay. send it to you. It's fucking crazy. Like, like, and I don't know what it is. Alien interdimensional shit. Psychosis. Who knows? You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't, I don't doubt anyone's story. Like uh, I sat across from Chris and I, I have a ton of people that are mutual friends with him. Cause he's, he's a part of the punk rock scene. He wasn't lying to me. Like, you know, I'm a pretty good judge of character. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, so whatever happened it, in his head, that fucking shit happened. You know yeah. what I mean? So Th that's kind of a, a filter for me too in real life or on the podcast. I like to think that I'm a pretty good judge of character. Yeah. I don't want someone who's just telling some bullshit stories. Of course. Like just some silly blowhard fucking yeah. guy. No, no, I don't, do I don't that need that either. bullshit. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of podcasts that have that bullshit on it. And right. You can weed right through it. You know what I mean? I, I try and have genuine motherfuckers on. Right. Um, and, you know, from, from the worlds that I'm involved with. Same with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's what's cool, man. So, um, I think that's actually what my Instagram page says is like, uh, motorcycles, cars, tattoo artists, and, and the people that make these worlds so special or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's so that's perfect. what it is. Just yeah, interesting people, you know? Yeah. Cause there's so many, there's so many stories out there. Like, in, are you friends with Long John out in Arizona? I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I might, I would like, by, I'm like, but I'm horrible with names, but I think I would remember. Yeah, that name, yeah, you would doubt. He's yeah. big in the bike scene out there. Yeah, he has yeah. a tattoo shop. Okay, he, he, where, where in know, Arizona? Uh, he's in Payson. Okay, um, it's like a couple hours uh, north in the mountains of okay. uh, Phoenix. He's okay. really good friends with Charlie. That's that's okay. kind of how I met him. And yeah, yeah, that whole like Southwest crew. Yeah, um, but Are you, yeah. did you have Charlie on yours? No, not yet, dude. Have he, him on. Even before I did the podcast, he wants to do one so bad, but yeah. I think I'm going to just do it over the phone with them. My thing is yeah. like, I like to do them face to face. It's so much better face to face. Yeah. You're not stepping on each other. It's like more personable in life. There's so much that communication that happens subconsciously and non-verbally. Yes. Yeah. That you can't get over the phone. You, sometimes you can it just depends on the personality. Like I find sometimes the phone ones are hard, but some of them real easy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, and you have such a history with Charlie, like that's the thing. And I he's told such a him. character. He's got no problem. Like, the, yeah, I told him he, he'd be like one of my exceptions. Yeah. So I'll probably do it over the phone. Cause I'm, I don't want to really wait much longer. Yeah. Unless I'm going to see him after Sturgis or in Sturgis, yeah. I'm going to just do it over the phone. Yeah. I'll stop in Arizona. Um, yeah. But do me a favor yeah. and ask him <laughs> to get in the story of what he bought when we were with him in this seedy Mexican market in, in Mexico city. Yeah. We were in this like a cult market. <laughs> it was the weirdest place in the world. We're in Mexico city for this bike show. And uh, me and Dan wanted some Santa Muerte statues. And they're like, and the dude's like, he's just well, like, dude, we want some Santa Muerte statues. He's like, uh, our handler It's not our handler, but he was like, kind of like a guide out there. Yeah. Uh, this dude, Juan Pablo, fucking Juan Pablo and Charlie, shout out to, to them two guys out in Mexico City, Rebel Oilers and, and, and uh, Chopper Paradise. These guys are fucking cool motherfuckers. But um, Juan Pablo used to be like this pro skater out there and work for vans and stuff. But um, he's, uh, he, we're like, yeah, we want to go to Santa, get Santa Muerte shit. And his eyes roll back and he huffs. He's like, <sighs> he's like, okay, you got to come to my house first. We have to, you got to leave all your money and your your, your passports, leave everything here. Just bring a little bit of money. It's the sketch. You were going to a very sketchy place. <laughs> so we get there. This is market, right? It's this outdoor market at first. And it's all Christmas shit. I was like, this ain't sketchy, dude. He's like, no, no, no. Come back. You got to go back. You, so you're navigating through all this, like these Christmas decorations. Yeah. Because right? it, it's December in, in, in Mexico City, but it's like 80 degrees and perfect out. And then you get into inside and it's just all weird occult shit. 
like weird occult shit. Like, and uh, Charlie procured something that we ended up having to help him hollow out a candle to put it in to get it through customs. <laughs> I'll let him tell the story if he chooses to tell the story. I'll tell you off mic. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's pretty fucking gnarly. And then also there, they had an animal market. And it was a little bit depressing. But um, And when you went in there, you'd see these black curtains. And behind black curtains, you'd literally hear like lions and shit. Like you could go buy like a fucking tiger cub. You, no anything way. you fucking wanted, you, you, you could buy that. Like I was looking at this tub full of fucking sharks. Like, you know what I mean? And there's like, like Peter would have like, any PETA member would ha have an instant heart attack in this place. Right. And I wasn't down with it either because I'm like super, like super, like love animals for lack of a better term. Right. And I felt bad being in there, but I'm also like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the U S I'm in Mexico fucking city. Right. And the dude's like, yeah, don't piss anyone off in here because these aren't, you know, yeah, use your imagination about who's running the show right. back there. And he's like, if you go back in there and you don't buy anything, it's not going to be good. So don't, don't go back there unless you're serious. And I'm like, well, if I buy a tiger cub, can you keep it for me and take care of it? And then I can visit it every year. And he's like, please don't do that. I was like, you didn't say no motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, but nah, I would never do that. But, but anyway, long story short, ask Charlie about that trip. Cause he'll have some funny stories. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of that either, but the way I feel about it is like in the world in general, I think the world should be wild and free. Yeah. I, I'm not much a fan for it. Like I, 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 there, there's a part of me, I'm like, oh yeah, that sucks. But as far as I'm concerned, as long as like one or two of those places exist in the world, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm yeah. into knowing that there's some wild shit somewhere oh, that, yeah, that yeah. you could Absolutely. still fucking find in this world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I am not for, uh, I'm not for the fucking captivity of fucking uh, endangered species. No, but it no, is no. what it is, man. I'm not, you know, 100% against animal abuse in any yeah. way, shape, or form. But, um, but yeah, but just in general, the concept that there's still like, like wildness and, and, yeah. and fucking pirate shit and fucking crazy shit and fucking, you know what I mean? It's cool, man. I wish there was more in the States, but you know, the government needs to be our parents now and tell us oh. what's safe and what's not and what, and, and be over involved in our lives and, I don't even think the general population understands what kind of overstep has happened just in our lifetime. Think about when you're a kid and think about now and how much more government involvement in your life there is, whether it's at local, state, or federal level. Like, they're all overstepping grossly and immensely. Yeah. And uh, it, Fuck, dude. Even, even not, uh, you know, in terms of, like, physical laws, but, I mean, the overstep in taxes is oh. fucking insane, dude. I'm going to have, um, it's fucking nuts. I'm going to have an accountant on at some point. Cause I always, that's an interesting one. Talk to him about like, how could in the sixties or fifties or whatever, one person be the breadwinner and support a family of four. Like no problem. He goes, because the tax codes have changed so immensely and you pay so much more in tax now than you ever did. Right. And everyone's like, well, you should pay taxes. It's for this. this, this. And I'm like, I'm not against taxes. Right. There's gotta be some taxes. But when but you like, look, when it's, you it's look, an overreach at this when point, when you look like, you know, you got federal income tax, you got state income tax, not every state is different. I know you got property tax, you got uh, excise tax on your vehicles, you got sales tax, you got fucking gas tax and tobacco tax and fucking liquor tax and fucking this tax and that tax. And then all the things that are licenses and registrations and things that are taxes yep. that with just different Dude, names. I got a fucking letter in the mail just before I left to come here from the, from the town I live in, uh, town of Huntington on Long Island, fucking sends me a letter saying that if you have a fucking alarm system in your house, you need to get a fucking permit for it for $50 a year now. That's fucking insane, dude. That's ridiculous. Just because you fucking have an alarm system at your house. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. Like, so, so that pretty much negates I mean, any, any uh, uh, 
insurance uh, break you get. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. It's just, it's every, every time you fucking fart, dude, they want money from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you need a fart license. Right. You know, right. <laughs> of, you know because you're exhuming, uh, you know, gas into the air that's uh, <laughs> pollution. Yeah. Right, right. Um, uh, that's yeah. part of the fucking green Me- act Methane now. tax. Yeah. It's a methane yeah. tax. Um, but yeah, so what's been some of your favorite episodes to do that you've done and what do you got uh, planned for it? For uh, for the podcast coming up, um, well, I mean, I guess I'll. I'll and you talked about the candy episode. Yeah, the candy episode was my favorite. But also, while we're on that topic, uh, I may as well publicly apologize to Walter for not showing up today. Yeah. Uh, down at I know, me too. I know. <laughs> me, oh, you assholes could do a podcast, but you couldn't get up here. I was like, I had, a, I have, a, I have another engagement to get to that. You know, I'm going to have to cut this short in about ten minutes. So. Yeah. Um, just because, uh, you know, I usually let him go as long as it wants, but I got I to gotta be somewhere. I got to be in Boston at three. So that's why I couldn't go up to Walter's thing either. But shout out to Walter, at, uh, Kickstart a Motorcycle Supply uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, also the guy that does did the Gypsy Run, and uh, I think we'll do it again and yep. bring and it back. Cheap and Thrill Show. Cheap Thrill Show. And he's, he's uh, undergoing the same troubles we all are trying to find new venues. And in the Northeast, it's not as easy as you think. You know what I mean? Uh, there's just not big yeah. plots of land or venues like there used to be. Right. And, and, and even same thing as everyone else, man, the profit margin in the motorcycle industry is, oh, dude, it's fucking hard to survive, man. This is a dumb business, man. Yeah. Like, it's not a good business. You do move. it cause you love it, but don't do it expected unless you're an asshole and you just rate people. I was like, we, right now that I've been doing service and repair here for, for some years, I see, what fucking scumbags like dealerships really are. I'm like, holy shit, dude. They have, you all know you get raped when you go to the fucking dealer, but like, you don't know how bad you're getting fucking raped. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause I like my boy was coming down from Albany to our party and he was stopping at a Harley shop somewhere between here and Albany. And I won't name it. And I mean, I'll name it. I don't give a fuck, but whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, they wanted $600 to replace a rear tire. I'm like, dude, dude, no tire, you know, and it's just a normal Harley. It's not like some weird 300 series tire or some crazy shit. Right. And uh, I'm like, no tire is over 250 rear tires so over 250, 300 bucks max. Right, so they charging right. you 300 dollars to mount and balance a tire, dude. That's fucking. It's insane. Robbery. Like, we had another dude the same day. He uh, he he broke his chain or something, and he got a new. He went to this other place, not far from here. Uh, well, a few towns over, but like 20 minutes away, half hour away. And they charged him $218 to replace a master link on his chain. I'm like, dude, do you Jesus understand a master link is like six dude. bucks? And they charge you $200 to do five minutes of labor? I'm like, holy shit, dude. I was like, those motherfuckers are thriving because right. they're fucking Dude, it's amazing how they and, stay in business. Yeah, and they just, like, well, Harley is not going to find, there's no shortage of fucking retards that are on Harleys that right. just pay the dealer. They, they, they get, there's some people that get excited, like, oh, I paid 600 or, you know, whatever. I paid this much for this. I'm like, what? You're right. in a pissing contest about how much you overpaid, dude. Like, right. come over here to my shop. I'll, I'll help you with that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even do that. Like, you know, like I, I put my head down at night knowing I didn't fuck nobody. You know what I, I mean? I used to think that when I had my shop, I'm like, how come fucking morons can't walk in the door like that here? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, and I, you, know. you know what? I would, I would, I spend more time educating people and talking people out of dumb shit than I do. That's why I'm a bad business guy. Cause right. You know, right. but at the end of the day, you know, hopefully we have customers for life, not just for like some it's easy to get over on somebody and fucking rape them over the coals like twice. And then, but you're not going to keep that person as a customer. You know what I mean? But you right. make a lot of money in the meantime, but that's a good point. I'd imagine if you looked at customers at dealers, I mean, they probably only hold those customers for a year or two, but yeah. they have the ability to have that turnover rate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's a, a small there's shop. Doesn't. Literally gotta, an asshole walking in the door every minute there, yeah, yeah. you know? And, and, 
and you know they have the Harley corporate machine behind them. You right. know what I mean? In the, in the marketing and you know and like everyone's like, I got to go to the dealer for this. And then you know if you do have a new bike, they cut you by the balls for a little bit unless you don't care about warranty shit. Like you know right. what I mean? Because anything little thing you do to your bike. They're going to find a way to make that void the warranty. You know what I mean? But if you leave yeah. it stock for two years, you know, hey. You know yeah, they re they really, they fucking run a mafia over there, dude. It's, yeah, it's yeah. they really try and bully you into some bullshit, man. But that's why they can have 15 people working and only like three people actually doing work and sustaining like these big, huge buildings and stuff because they're, yep. they're cause you're paying for that, yeah. you know, when you go to the dealership to, for, for work. But, you know. I'm sure you know that. You know, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. not you. I'm yeah. talking to the general public here. Uh, but yeah, so so you know, what do you got planned, and what what else have you? Uh, what have been some of the standout episodes? If if oh. someone wanted, if someone hadn't listened to your podcast, like what episode would you have them start with, and why? You know, dude, I'd probably say listen to uh, Sarah Candy Bang because yeah. it's an episode that everyone could like. Whether it don't even matter what you're into, it's a fucking just a good. It's an entertaining episode. Awesome. Uh, if you're into motorcycles. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one, man. Like uh, Long John out in Arizona, that was a good one. Bare Knuckle Paul, Bare yeah. Knuckle Performance, uh, that's a good one. Um, man, I'm trying to think. I'm, it's like so many episodes. How many do you got? How many you have? I, I also don't want to name ones because I'm sitting on like ten episodes that I haven't even put out yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying not to name those. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Are you going to release them weekly or bi-weekly? Uh, so I've been sitting on some of those for so fucking long. I think I'm going to just spit like two or three a week out for the next few weeks and just, just until I'm done with them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, or uh, just, what do you usually do? Do you do one a week? or just? I try to, man. Yeah. But I, the problem is I took two lo really long breaks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like right you, now, I just took a big break, you know, so. But if you, if you just when, when I'm doing out, them. You do, if you do those out one a week, that gives you more time to collect other ones so that you can just stay on a one a week basis. Uh, dude, I thought about that, but I need the fire lit under my ass. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like no, I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of guy, if I can get lazy, I will. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to light my own fire yeah. sometimes, you know? I know. I wish I could still do this weekly, but there's just not enough time in the day right now. But it, you, It's hard. And and that's the other thing too. I, I'd rather, I think it's another thing I, I might in the future just bend and just do them over the phone. The problem, it makes it easier, the yeah. problem isn't so much that I think a podcast is garbage if it's over the phone. Cause yeah. there's so many that I like, including yours. That is that that'll do that. I'm the problem with that. I fucking need that face to face. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that, would you that ever back think about and forth, man. doing like zoom or one of those things? I, Oh, I did. I did do a zoom episode with a girl from Boston. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Zoom is cool. I think that might be a requirement if I do a fucking phone one yeah. that I got to do it over Zoom. I just, dude, I'm a face-to-face -face guy. I'm, yeah, a, I'm an yeah. old school kind of, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to work on that right now and try and get it down. Like I did the one with Seth Ferrante, the dude that was the old LSD and uh, Yo, psychedelic that was fucking killer, dude. I did that one on that Zoom. Fucking, that might be my favorite one of yours. Yeah. So I have the video for that. And, and Zach was on that too, co-hosting with me um, from uh, Heavy. Um, but I got to figure out a way to make the video better and like how to get that loaded up. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not a tech guy. You know what I mean? Right. So right. If, if there's any podcast people out there, producers and want to, uh, uh, sign up for the show and, and uh, I can't pay you much right now, but if, if we make this thing big, I'll get you, I'll hook you up. I always hook everyone up, but, uh, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. If you know the video shit and you want to, uh, uh, be the help produce the show, I'll, I'll get you on board. And, I um, but yeah, so, so there's no, you don't want to, you don't want to give an exclusive here. Like what's, what's a big one going to be coming up? Dude, honestly, I'm looking forward to toe cutter later today. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 Um, 
Uh, I don't know. Another fucking real silly debauchery drunkness one is... Uh, Those I mean, are fun too, man. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. You know what I mean? Because you got to let loose every now and then and, and, and do that. Oh, and yeah. I feel like what I like about yours is, is like mine. Like you'll have some that are just straight interviews with all kinds of different people and some that are just like totally ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you got to switch up the format every now and then. Keep it interesting, you know? Well, I'll tell you what. Another personal rule of mine is uh, I don't know how well I'm going to stick to it, but... Uh, when I do these from here on out, like I'm going to try and be sober because I've ruined them before. Just getting so fucked up, dude. Just, I mean, it, it does, like I take the, the debauchery to a level where it's like, this is a fucking problem, dude. Now, you know, <laughs> if it, you know, well, I'll, I'll beg to differ on that <laughs> yeah. because people love that shit, dude. They do. And, and it, as long as you're not fucking up the actual recording. Right. Because there was one, dude, I was so fucked up here one night. We were doing a Christmas party one, and we were doing it live. I was lighting quarter sticks and half sticks of dynamite in my mouth and then throwing them around the shop. <laughs> and it was fucking bad. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, this one's going to be horrible. And I put it, and people loved it. No, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I, that was a good one. But, but yeah, but you think it's going to be horrible, but... Yeah. It, I don't well, know. You, let, gotta, you probably... Let me, let me change that. Let me, let me rephrase yeah. that. I will, I will drink again. Here's yeah. the problem. I've done it with some people. And they're not drinking, and I'm just turning into a fucking oh, dr no, no, drunk no, no, disaster. No, 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 no. That's been yeah, my no, mistake. No, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's I, I did right. that with I uh, someone who you've had on your show. I, I had on my show, and I fucking crashed my brand new bike leaving his fucking driveway, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was it was bad, and he was stone sober. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fucking you, yeah, no. Pat from uh, you know, you you had Pat and Tim on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, ha I've had both of them on, but leaving Pat's house, I was yeah. fucked up. Dude. No, no, yeah. It's gotta. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be drinking, yeah. or doing whatever, yes. or or uh, yeah. You, you can't you, or they can be drinking and you can be sober, right. but it can't work that way with like the drunk host and like the sober the sober guest. Now nah, that the, I get it, all right. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, some people like the the shenanigans, the shenanigan episodes that just get ridiculous because you know, it's yeah. fun, you know. I got a shenanigan. Because it's like you and your pros having a good time, or you know what I mean. That's exactly I, what, what it is, is, man. And some people like feel like they're just listening in and hanging out with you. You know, I and I like what episodes like of other people's podcasts when it's just like off the wall, just ridiculousness. You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. just letting it fly. You know, you've done a few uh, like roundtable ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. are just yeah, those stupid. are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I know. And I'm due for another one. It's been a little while, but we'll get one going. We were going to talk about the uh, the summer spectacular, or something. You know? <laughs> we were just going to review action movies and talk about dumb action <laughs> movies or something. But uh, you know, we're figuring it out. Like it's hard to get four dudes in a room now, too. Like you know what I mean? Because everyone's so busy. Like summer, everyone's crazy running around and shit. And right, vacations right. and whatnot. But um, but yeah. So um, what else, man? What else you got? What what you got? Any other trips planned? What I like about yours, though, like it's so rad to have a mobile setup because you travel around the country all the time for different events and just you and your chick just a lot of times just go yep. fucking travel for just to fucking travel. I, I, it's fucking great. Yeah, and then you can go do all face to face all around the country. Like, what what do you got planned coming up? I'm trying to think. After Sturgis, uh, what the fuck was the September one? Where the fuck are we going in September? Oh, dude, I'm going hunting in Colorado. Oh, hell yeah. So I'll do, I'll do a thing on what that. What kind of hunting? Uh, I got drew an elk and a deer tag this year. Oh, hell so, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking looking forward to that. Let me buy some elk um, off you, man. I, I would have brought some if I had known. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not going to even say, I'll just give it to you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, hopefully I'll score another elk this year. And, yeah, I, know, I haven't tried it, but I heard it's fucking it's awesome. my favorite, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I, I don't even buy meat for the store, man. I just eat what I hunt. You know, yeah. the only no, thing great, I'll buy man. is some chicken sometimes. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, elk is my favorite of yeah. of them all, man. That's oh, like yeah. the fucking luxury of the woods, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The Cadillac of of uh, <laughs> yeah. of uh, of game. Yep, yeah. yep. So yeah, I got that coming up and. Um, how do you get it home? Do you get it just, you get it, you get it so like butchered up there and then shipped or something? No, no. I, we always butcher it ourselves. Normally I drive out there this year I'm flying. Um, so I'm going to have to ship it. Yeah. Um, basically ship it in a big cooler with a dry ice, the or airlines yeah. with dry ice. Yeah. 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 It'll wind up costing you about like three or 400 bucks to mm. get it back from Colorado. But, but you, you know. you'd spend that if you tried to buy that much oh. meat, you'd be spending way more than that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like even the last elk I got, we split it halfway and uh, I still got over a hundred pounds of fucking meat, dude. That's awesome. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, I yeah, mean, big fucking animal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that elk probably went, um, you know, and that was on the smaller side of bulls, but that thing probably still went almost 700 pounds. Yeah. You know, so you're looking at like fucking 350 pounds of that is meat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a fucking yeah. lot. But you know, and, um, you know. Obviously, we're not vegetarian, right? But right. <laughs> I am like not down with like the factory farm and shit. And, and, and yeah, and, and, like if I buy meat, I always buy like grass raised, uh, grass fed. You know, yeah. free range shit. You know, it costs a lot more, but I just it does man. It's, but it's better for you. It's it's better for the animal. Like I guess you know what I mean. And fucking yeah, I, I'm I'm not, I don't even really I don't know I don't I don't bullshit much about it. I like all that aspect of it, but. I mean, it, it's, I, I love it so much just hunting and getting yeah, out in yeah. the woods and all that, man. Yeah, it's good. Man, I couldn't even care if they said that it's fucking bad for the environment. I'm still yeah. going to do it. Yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah. just love it, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and quite honestly, at this point, uh, I'm so fucking used to the wild game that, like, when I eat a store bought steak, it fucking tastes funny to me, man. Sure. You know, I like, can imagine, I, my yeah. tongue is like not even there anymore. But the nutrients in a in a wild oh okay, dude you, you can't even compare it so much more nutrients you can't even so compare much it. better yeah 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 none of all that it's, bullshit it's funny too like at the turn of the century when uh when people started having to turn to the farming thing um because like even the cities and stuff that shit was all fed by like basically the buffalo that we were killing you know yeah um it was hard to get the public to eat beef when it first became a thing yeah yeah um generally people didn't want to do it man yeah they, yeah like they were. It's a weird thing once you when your body's just used to that meat, you don't really want to switch back. No, no, um, no. So yeah, and and I like the other aspects of it and getting away from that whole factory farming thing and all that yeah. bullshit. But the bottom line also is we all can't just live on wild game. No, you know? no, no. Um, I mean, unless you live in the woods and there's plenty around, there's just and, not enough to sustain the population. Yeah, anymore, yeah. no, no, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're saying. But if if everyone went to that, yeah, right. you can't do it. You just yeah, can't. Of yeah. But I, I like that's like the know, electric car thing. If everyone went to electric cars uh, today, that's another scam they're yeah, pushing uh, on the public, dude. Yeah, like no. now. Do I agree with the concept of electric vehicles? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. And we but, should sprinkle that in. Yeah. It's cool that they're here. But people... But you can't everyone just, just has, to it. Yeah, and everyone has these gut reactions like, oh, it's so much better. I'm like, do you understand how much goes into the fucking mining of the right. materials? Tell the fucking seven-year-old kid in Africa that's, yeah. lo that's fucking mining your cobalt and lithium. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, tell them But that. never mind the machines to do all that. 
Yep. Take so much fucking diesel and fucking whatever. It's like nothing is like 100% fucking, right. you know. It's not clean, dude. No. By time. And, and then right now, I'm sure they're going to perfect the battery stuff more. Right. But right now, you're going to have landfills of fucking batteries that are like car size. But like a Tesla battery is like the size of the fucking car, right? I yeah. guess. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's what like are you going to do with all those? Yeah. What are you going to do with all those? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's like there's a lot more to every fucking knee gut fucking reaction uh, that you think is good, then you got to really investigate it. And, right. and that's the problem with the media that we have nowadays is that they push agendas and they don't tell you the whole story. They just push their agenda that they're told to, to, to push. Right. And it's like, you know, and then you look at crazy things and I'm not even going to be in like conspiracy stuff, but Pelosi bought so much fucking Tesla Aww. stock the day before fucking Congress put it in or, or, or fucking Biden put it in that all the Washington fleet is going to government fleet is going to turn electric. Yep. You know, it's like there's so much insider bullshit to all this that you have to wade through it. You know? Yeah. And, and yeah. Not to get on a rant fucking podcast. You know? <laughs> just talk about good time shit, man. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just do your diligence out there, people and fucking don't just fucking buy what they feed you. Fucking do a little, do a little work. You know, that's yeah. your yeah. job as a citizen to fucking do that shit and keep these motherfuckers honest because we ain't been doing a good job and look no. where it's got us. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't care if you're left, right, DR, whatever, dude, they, everyone's fucking us. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. You know, so. Yo, Jesse James, actually, uh, he did an interesting little fucking post, uh, maybe a year or so, uh, about it. He went to one of these fucking electric races, like where they race electric indie cars. Yeah. And he basically, I guess he, because his fucking status or whatever, got invited there. And he did this fucking whole post about how bullshit it is. He basically, like, blew them up. Yeah. Because the whole fucking parking lot is filled with cat generators burning diesel all day just to charge those fucking race car yeah, batteries. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what the fuck are we doing here? You got a bunch of fucking yeah. fucking rich people up there in the stands thinking this is so cool and clean. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like it's like one of those fucking just as long as it's not in my backyard, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, it's not a fucking problem. But exactly. It's like, dude, it's, I don't know, it's all bullshit. I, and, you know, I like Tesla. Personally, if I could afford one, I'd be fucking driving one. But I'd be driving one because it saved me fucking money, not because yeah. I think but, I'm but, fucking but what we're doing, saying, though, doing like, right by but, the environment right yeah. now, you know? And then what, what, is what it is. What made me even get to that is, like, the way you said, if everyone went to try and do survive on wild game, we couldn't do it. If everyone went to electric today, our electrical grids could not fucking take it. No, you know what yeah, I mean? That's the, the other thing. The our power infrastructure grids, the, isn't yeah. set up to, if everyone electric today, We'd be fucking, we'd be in blackouts, Bla yeah. you know, because the we'd power be, grid can't handle it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but dude, I gotta, I, I don't mean to cut this show, nah. but I gotta take off. But it was so fucking good seeing you, bro, yeah. and it was good that we got got to do this in person. Um, and we'll do another one, you know, we'll do a follow up down the road when we both have some more, some more uh, stories and whatnot. But so, where can people find you? Um, and uh, you know, give some plugs, man. Um, I mean, the only real plug I got is, uh, the crazy gentleman podcast. And that's uh, on every platform right? anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you could find it. And, uh, the only social media I do is, uh, Instagram and that's at the crazy gentleman. Um, I got a website, the crazy gentleman podcast. Yep. Uh, I'll put all this in the show notes. But, so people don't got to remember, just they'll go there and be able to click on it. Yeah. But it's pretty simple, man. You're just the crazy gentleman everywhere, yeah. you know? Um, and I, and find me wherever the fuck I'm roaming around. You know? And what, what was the uh, what was the impetus behind the name the crazy gentleman? Um, 
it, it was it was my name just like trying to fucking make an Instagram name, which is yeah. a whole nother fucking stupid yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even a big fan of social media. Yeah, I, no. I like it now, but I, I really only got it to start meeting girls. That's a whole nother fucking story. <laughs> but uh, see, I like the honesty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. not gonna fucking bullshit you. Yeah. And I literally am just sitting in front of my fucking computer one day and just trying to spitball some names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had another name when I started. Um, but after a couple of weeks, I just did the crazy gentleman thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just some fucking stupid idea. I didn't plan on doing a show with it or anything yeah. like that. You know? And dude, I forgot to just even, stuck. I know? forgot to ask you the main question. Like, what even got you on the road to like being into motorcycles and shit? Um, well, it started in that skateboard, uh, like punk rock kind of scene, and yeah. then uh, I got into BMX bikes after after enduring skateboards, and I started building a lot of bikes for local people. Yeah. Um, and uh, and just started racing dirt bikes, same thing, kept building them and working on them. Um, and, uh, I got fucked up one night. Uh, we, I was out one night, I was riding uh, sport bikes Yeah. and, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the band brand new. Um, mm -hmm. so the band brand new, the bass player Garrett, um, he's from like a couple towns away. We, we kind of grew up close together Okay. and, uh, him and his brother, he's got a twin brother. Uh, they got these Buells that were all chopped up and shit. So we were all hanging out like street, one night, street fighter like style. street fighter styles. Yeah. 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 Um, we were all hanging out one night and I took one for a ride. It was the first Harley engine, anything I ever rode on. Yeah. And I fell in love. I sold my fucking CBR like a week later and got really fucked up and just started fucking buying shit on eBay and built my first bike. Yeah, man. And then, uh, like within that year, um, I had bought my first TIG welder, my first lathe and just like started really acquiring more equipment than, uh, I needed when I was doing cars. I, I built a bunch of race cars. I built okay. a car for speed vision for the pinks episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, where they race for pink slips sure, on a yeah, drag yeah. strip. And so I was like kind of involved in the car scene. Already. So you already mechanically inclined oh, yeah, from doing the car full, shit full and, and then the BMX shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, it's, I still run into people that I built bikes for fucking 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't um, it awesome when you're doing the, the bike still on the road or, well, you that's know, how you, you know, you're doing a good job yeah, too. Yeah. That, that, you're not, you know, I'm not ducking people. I don't fucking, no. you know, people, yeah, yeah. people have love for you 20 years later. You yeah, know? absolutely. man. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, long story short, uh, I got fucking hooked on the, on the bikes once, you know, once I was able to play with something, you know, um, yeah, man. and fabricate something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And then like within a year later, it just like transitioned from doing all that to just Harleys and choppers, like yeah. heavy, you know, at this time too, this was like, uh, I think I built my first bike in 05. It was just when things were about to crash, you yeah. know? Um, and I didn't know it. I was too dumb and stupid. And I just, I just stuck with it and just yeah, kept, yeah, kept yeah, it yeah, moving, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. But um, you know, it doesn't matter because the shit we like wasn't cool during the height of it. No, it was, no. Like we weren't building the wide tire, fucking long, unrideable bike. My first bike was a wide tire. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but like, <laughs> I didn't know any get, better. People getting these like 65 grand for these fucking bikes. Oh, it's crazy, dude. And I got one right crazy. back there that was like one of the, yep. the Choppers Unlimited, like $35,000 bikes. My yep. boy bought that for six grand. Yeah. It's got yep. an S&S motor and shit in it. I was like, I'd buy that bike for six grand too. Pull that drivetrain, fucking put it in a more fucking and that's what's nimble, nimble drive, put it in a new, new nimble frame you know what i mean yeah but yeah man fuck yeah yeah and and now i just i just cherry pick i'll do a bike or two a year now like yeah. you know maybe one for myself one for a customer or, yeah or i'll just do like a cool project that's the way there, to do it you know? man. not be beholden to anyone just do what you want yeah. and fucking it's it's not how i make my living anyway no, no, you know yeah. so not my real living i'm, I'm a locomotive mechanic which yeah. is pretty cool too and lets, yeah, lets me travel a lot and shit yeah, like that yeah. you know so trains pay the bills but yeah and they're not going and anywhere. the bikes i just have fun with you know yeah. 
Um, and uh, that's a specialized thing, so you could you could work anywhere doing that. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Anywhere there's a train. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it gives me a lot of freedom. Yeah. You know? Well, fuck yeah, man. So. Well, we got to have you on again and continue this, dude. And I appreciate you coming in. And I know we're all hungover and fucking, you oh, know, dude. whatnot. So I appreciate <laughs> you taking the, the whip over. Um, and uh, let's do this soon. And everyone go check out the Crazy Gentleman podcast wherever you get podcasts. And, and, and uh, give them a follow. Give them a like. Give them a good review. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck Thank yeah, you dude. so much, man. Till the next time, man. Hell yeah.